Good morning. I want to let everybody know that if you haven't checked out last week's episode to go ahead and do so. I was very proud of that episode and I was very happy with my guest that I had on Astrology Slur. And if you haven't checked her out yet, go ahead and do so. This episode is going to be about fatherhood. Something I don't have a lot of experience in um, or like having like a father figure around. And I don't know. I don't want to say around. I just. How should I put this? So my mom and dad, they were married for a little bit. She had to leave that relationship. And my dad just kind of like dropped off the face of the earth. Um, And that was it. And so she was single for a little bit. And then she met my stepdad, who she was with for like 11 years. And when that relationship ended, um, he dropped off the face of the earth. Um, And then she was in another relationship um, for another 10 years. Um, But that never really felt like a father figure. All of these men were in my mom's life just for my mom. It wasn't like the package that it come with or them taking the time to get to know us individually. It was more so I love her and they're with her. So they're just there. You know what I mean? Um, and that's just how I feel about it. Um, no one has actually stuck around for the kids. So I really want to give a shout out um, to those men who step up for children that are not biologically theirs, but they they step up and they they assume that role and they take on that role and they continue to be in those children's lives. That to me is like so dope because a lot of the cornier men is just like, if I didn't spit it out, you know, it's not my responsibility, um, whatever, fuck them kids. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's not how it should be. Um but although I can kind of understand a man just saying that he doesn't want to assume that type of responsibility, um, okay, but to treat kids differently or look at them differently because they're not biologically yours, then you need to leave the mother alone. Leave the mother alone because, you know, you can't live, in my opinion, I don't think that that situation should ever be a separated situation. You know what I mean? It's an innocent child. And, um, and a child that was abandoned, you know what I mean? Um, an abandoned child, (laughs) uh, the father abandoned that child. And it's not, it really isn't the responsibility of the man to take that over. But if you don't want to take those responsibilities over, um, then I would suggest that you don't entertain a woman, um, a single woman with, with kids if you don't want to accept those children and treat those children the same as you would your own um, because they're children. They should not feel that difference. You know what I mean? They shouldn't have to feel that or even come to an understanding that I am less than because I didn't come from you. Um, I also give a shout out to those fathers who co-parent. 
You know what I mean? Who's not playing the game, the back and forth game with the baby mom and and the child is just this leverage in this relationship to play manipulative mind games. Um, Those who are just able to co-parent and come together for the sake of the child. Um, I also like just really respect those type of relationships and the relationships where, you know, the family does stick it out and the father doesn't run because, you know, they're not with the mother anymore or whatever the case is. Like, yeah. Um, you know, so family men, the men that actually does right by their woman, you know, they marry them. They they, they actually put the work in to make their relationship work um, and not cause, like, not play the mind games. You know what I mean? Or these tactics of, you know, the back and forth, like I said, the baby mom and the baby dad drama. Me personally, um, I didn't grow up with having a loving father around. Like, oh, you know, I like a protective figure. Um, The dad that was just always concerned um, about their daughter, the whereabouts, who their daughter was dating, um, teaching their daughter how to drive, you know, nurturing and loving their child. I never grew up with that. I only had a mother who did that. <clears throat> and, you know, honestly, I thought that I was okay with that. Like, you can't miss something you never had. Um, I did end up developing a relationship with my father, um, at an older age, um, when I was able to, you know, try to establish a relationship with my father. Um, but it was me, um, doing all of the work to build this relationship for him. He never reached out to me. It was always me going to him and I couldn't ask him for anything. You know what I mean? I couldn't, ask him to be responsible or like feel like like I just couldn't ask him for anything. If I wanted to visit, that's fine, but how dare I even like ask anything of him? Um but I think the whole part of that was just trying to understand the other piece of me. Like what what is that other side to me? You know what I mean? I'm half black. I'm half Puerto Rican. I don't speak Spanish. And I'm going to be honest, I never felt accepted in the Spanish community because I don't speak Spanish. Um, And I think that's a big no-no in that community. (laughs) It's like a huge no-no. I went to, you know, um, at a younger age, schools that were majority black. And, you know, that's just the side that I identified more with. Um, And that's that. You know, I wasn't really embraced by either side, to be honest with you. I was too light for the black community, you know what I mean? Because I'm very fair-skinned. So automatically, I was outcasted because I was considered white. (laughs) 
And then the Spanish community, I was outcasted as well because um, I didn't speak Spanish. I didn't have any of those cultural mannerisms that um, with that community. So it was like I wasn't accepted there either. So being biracial, sometimes you just feel like you don't have a place anywhere. But me, I connect more with my my African-American culture, my black culture than I do my um, Spanish culture. Um, so, you know, I didn't have my father or my father's side to explain um I don't know, just certain things like my body type definitely came from my father's side, you know, large breasts, you know, big ass, thick thighs. I'm taller. Um, My feet are a little bit bigger. Um, My hair is coarse um, and thick. Um, My sisters and brothers, they all had like that Spanish, the Spanish hair. They got that, that Spanish DNA. I did not. Um... So I already felt like I looked different. Um, And then on top of that, I'm fair-skinned. So just having this relationship with my father helped me identify even more with that side of me or piece of me that was missing. Um, My mom did an excellent job doing my hair, though. (laughs) You know, she had a lot of black friends and influences that helped her get through um, those pieces of it. And um, she did an excellent job, but... With my father, like, it's just like, like, my father's side has some, like, deep, dark issues um, with abuse, um, addiction, um, mental, um, like, I don't want to call them mental health issues. Um, There was a lot of that going on. There's just a lot of trauma on my dad's side. And it helped me understand more of why he was so absent. Um, it helped me m- understand more why he couldn't be the father I think he even wanted to be. Um, not making giving any excuses, but sometimes people look at parents as if they're gods, right? As if they were given this playbook. Sorry, I got something in my teeth and I keep going at it. Um, As if they were given this playbook on how to be a parent, right? This is how you be a parent. This is how you do it the right way. This is how you treat your children. And they weren't. They were just two people fucking and made a baby. And made a baby, right? It didn't mean that their life had to be together. There are no qualifications to making babies other than just doing the damn, you know, and letting your body work for you. That is the only qualifications to making this life. Shit, you need good credit to get a car. You need good credit to get an apartment or a home. You need to verify your income with that. Like, you need to show your income when you're having that. To have a baby, you don't need to show any fucking thing. You just need to show up (laughs) and be ready and be in the mood or whatever the case is. So I, I look at it like that, like these people are only human. For a long time, 
I didn't look at it like that. Like, as far as, like, my mom, I didn't look at her as being a regular human, having her own traumas, having her own issues, Um, because everything that she did to me was right until I got older and realized, oh, no, not everything she did was right. She just did her best, especially me as a parent. It's like, and I I physically, no, I don't physically, but I verbally tell this to my kids, like, you know, I'm like, I'm not perfect. I don't even know if what I'm doing is the right thing. I'm just doing what I'm pulled to do. Like, um, I know I got to provide for them. I know I got to put them in the best environment that I possibly can or that I can afford. You know what I mean? I got to keep them safe. That is my number one priority is making sure that they're safe and they feel safe. And, you know, that's what I tried to uphold. Um, I try to make them, ha- I try to, you know, let them have experiences as much as my budget can afford. They have these experiences and make them try to feel included in certain things. And, you know, I don't know if what I'm doing is the right thing. And I don't think anybody escapes childhood without some type of trauma, without some type of, you know, issue. It's just, then that would mean you had a perfect childhood and perfect is not, perfect is not, is not a reality. There's nothing perfect. Um, so I know that my kids one day will be sitting at a table. I'm like, you remember when mommy did this bullshit? And I'm going to have to sit there and accept it. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, you're right. I didn't know that that affected you that way. I'm sorry. Like, I'm going to have to, you know, maybe be a witness to some of those conversations. And, um, yeah, I just, I know that I'm not perfect. Um, and so therefore I know my parents aren't perfect, but I see people who have actually loving fathers and nurturing fathers. And I'm like, oh, that must be nice to have a dad. You know, that must be nice, but it's just nothing that I'm like, oh my, I got like daddy issues. I think I have abandonment issues from not having a dad. Like, um, always, but I think some of that had to do with, you know, just a lot of different experiences with growing up is just having to prove myself all the time, having to prove that I'm worthy or that I'm valuable and look, look what I can do type of thing. Um, you shouldn't want to leave me because look what I can do. If you're not happy, then I can make you happy. Like, it's just, I had those ways of being a, like a people pleaser and, trying to make people happy, trying to always prove my worth and value constantly. And I definitely pay for that shit in relationships. Woo. Mm. I'm so glad that I did the work and I'm so glad that like I've come to those realizations and I'm now at a point in my life where I have boundaries now and it's just more recently happening. They just getting stronger and stronger. Like my voice matters and I don't have to internalize somebody else being upset with me because I set up boundaries. If that hurts your feelings, if that means that we can't be uh, friends or that we can't be lovers or that we can't continue a relationship, then I choose my peace and I choose my, you know, my respect and, and my boundaries over you any fucking day, any day any day. Um, because I've been on the other side of that and the only one that's going to protect you is you. So yeah, maybe in that way, um, 
not having a father kind of, you know, kind of affected me. But other, like, I'm not the one of like, yeah, my daddy left me. I didn't like, fuck him. Like, <laughs> okay. Um, and what's ironic is I had a better relationship with his wife than I did him. And, um, she passed away last August and, um, yeah, that was hard. Um, and I didn't like the way he handled that either, but that's neither here nor there. I'm not even going to get into that. Um, I just see that he's got. He got some things that he, um, he got some things with him. You know what I mean? He got some things with him. But for me, it's like none of my business. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, okay, that's your shit to figure out. I got my own shit to figure out, you know? But yeah, I've never been the one to really be like, oh, well, was me. I don't have a father. Um, now, when I had my own kids, you know, I didn't live with the expectation that they as well would be fatherless. Like, that was not my goal. Um, I was with um, their father for almost 17 years on and off. I was with him for a solid four years before I even had children. <laughs> before I even started having kids, I was with him for four years. Um, and... Then Shint went left. And if I go down the rabbit hole of that experience, trust me, this episode would be three, four hours long. Um, But I never thought that he would not be a part of his kid's life. But, yeah, he's in that. He's absent. And, you know, I see how it affected my kids. You know, my, my youngest daughter used to cry about it. My oldest kind of starting to see him for what he is and um and the lack of effort that's there because you know he's fighting his own demons too like he's always he's always been i think he dealt with depression um bad, and we both did, but I don't know. He's still, he's kind of locked into his own shit. You know what I mean? And he dwells in that own shit. I don't even know the man anymore, so I don't know where he's at mentally. All I know is that he's been absent from the kids' lives. And I don't know if I handled that situation great either, because even when my daughter would cry about it, I'm like, girl, no. You're not missing out on anything, which is probably the wrong thing to say, because obviously she is. But you have a home, you have a phone, you have a mother that cares for you immensely. You're not going without. Like, yes, it's a shame that he's not here. But, you know, for me, it's just like, get over it because I didn't have one either. So I know how to navigate this life. So I know you can do it too. Is that the right response? Probably not. Probably (laughs) Probably not the right response, but I will. I refuse for you to use that as an excuse in anything. I didn't have my father. Well, with me, 
He's not here. He chose not to be here. That was his decision. He chose not to play that role. And all you have left to do is fucking get past it and live your life. Like, it's a shame. It's unfortunate. And I know it's got to be hard shit. You know, you're not talking to somebody who had a father all their life and now you're having to navigate this alone. Like, I can show you the ropes. I I can show you what I did. Shit. (laughs) You better dry them fucking tears up. I'll show you what I did. We good. We are so good. Um, And, you know, they they haven't had any father figures since then. Um, My son was from a seven-year relationship that I had off and on. And um, his father passed away. So, and so my girls, their dad, you know, was his dad. That's who he grew up with. So also he feels that absence of that missing piece too. Um, Plus losing his own biological father. So it's just like, we the fatherless troop over here, but... (laughs) um, I think we're doing I think we're doing pretty good. I mean, we don't have any choice but to be. We could be sad. We could talk about how it affects us negatively, but for what? Um, I don't want to give them any excuses that um their father isn't here so they can be an asshole or they they don't they can't be a a productive part of life um they can't do well they can't excel because of this and um but what do i ultimately hope for um that i don't know if i would even get um is to be partnered with someone who will despite biological or not because some men get in their heads about that and i think that's i think that's corny but it is their choice but someone who would come in and really like treat me right and then also be that protective father figure role in their life where you know they had that male influence that they can go to and feel protected by and feel like safe with too just as much as they feel safe with me um who knows if that would happen um but until then, I got the shit on lock, okay? I got it on lock. Um, and uh, shouts out to me. <laughs> I'm not one that um, always plays all oh, my mama. I am a single mother, but I don't, oh, single mom, single this, single that. No, that wasn't my hope to be single. I'm not giving myself on the back for doing something that I should have been doing. Like, that is my that was that is my job you know to be their mother it, it wasn't expected for me to do it as a single mom um because that is is my job i don't need to be celebrated for just staying on the job when the other person didn't um the other person just didn't stay on the job so my job is just to make sure that that has as limited of an impact on them than um as possible I should say as limited of an impact as possible 
Um, and I hope that they find better for themselves. I hope that they find, um, sorry, my, uh, allergies, I'm all like congested and stuff. I hope that they find better experiences with their partner. Um, and then their kids will also have um, the experience of having their father around, or both parents, I should say, both parents. Um, and that's what I hope for them. But in the event that that does not happen, um, and unfortunately, if the cycle just repeats itself, I want them to have the strength to play their role as efficiently and as strong as possible um, until the cycle is broken. That's what I can say about that. But, um, yeah, shout out to those fathers and father figures, especially the father figures of those who just took on the responsibility of an abandoned child. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like shouts out to you. For real. And keep doing your thing because it's imperative and it's important. And um, as a person that didn't really have that, um, yeah, that's, yeah, keep doing your thing. Because it, it'll make a difference. It'll make a difference. Um and but this episode isn't like a woe is me type of thing. It's just reality, in my opinion. It's just what people, a lot of women and single fathers deal with on a daily basis, doing it by themselves. Um, and also growing up in a single parent home. You know what I mean? It's just part of life. It's not something to make an excuse of. And what triggered me to make it is, you know, I was watching this TikTok and this guy was in a bar and he said his dad walked into the bar, looked at him, walked right past him, had the audacity to even be loud in the bar. I didn't even pay him any attention, none. And he's sitting in the bar with his father who is not paying any attention, who doesn't even um, acknowledge him. And... He's an older guy. Like, he looks like he could be in his 30s, you know what I mean? And he's still affected by that. I think I would be, too. I think I would be, too, though. But it's funny how, like, that doesn't ever go away, even as an older adult, you know, not having, I guess, that extra parent around. I don't know. To be honest, I'm kind of weird. I don't really know how it would feel. Um, I really don't know. Because I could be kind of cold-hearted towards certain things, like really too logical about them, where I'm just like, oh, that's just the way life goes. Like Even with this episode, it's just like, meh. You know? Meh. <laughs> I went through a lot of shit. I went through a lot of shit in my life, but I'm just like, meh. 
It is what it is. Um, and I'm happy. Like I'm a ha- like I'm happy. <laughs> I'm not sad. I'm appreciative. I I thank God for getting me to this point that I I'm at alone. I thank God for the support that I do have. I thank God for my family that I do have because I never want anybody to stay in my life that doesn't want to be there. I'm not a forcer. I will never force you to be in something you don't want to be. That's just not me, baby. If you, if I ain't for you, if you, I, okay. By golly, bet you by golly, wild, go, go figure your shit out. It's fine. Like I will never, cause I'm such a genuine and beautiful person. Like I'm so, like I have no ill intent at all. At all. Like I'm, I'm not saying that I've never done nothing foul or crazy. I don't even know if I have. Um, like just out of anger, probably, like out of feeling attacked, I probably did. Um But my like I I don't want bad for anybody. I don't wanna be evil to anybody. I don't wanna be fake to nobody. I don't wanna I don't want that. I just want to be nice. I want to be loving and I want to be me. And I always feel like I have to protect myself against other people, which you do all the time. Like I just want, it's just like pure intentions. And I love that about myself. Even if the world doesn't, I love that about myself. I love it. And I don't want to change. I just got to change who I give it to. Unfortunately, I have to learn how to put boundaries up because people can't have access to that. Um, but yeah, I love I love myself. I love my life. I love my kids. Like I'm truly happy without a fucking dad. That's what I'm saying. Fuck the mother. It's like I'm just playing. <laughs> oh gosh, it probably would have been super dope. If I did have one, but see, I don't know that life. I know the life that I have now, and that's the life that I appreciate. Um, If something changes, then I would appreciate that too. And maybe I'll even see what the fuck I missed out on. I don't know. You know, I just want it for my kids because at this point, I'm 40. I don't need a dad at this point, but they still do. You know, they could still use... Some, you know, maybe a male influence, a good male positive influence in their, in their lives, like a good father figure. But me, it's too late. <laughs> Dad, <laughs> me at 40 calling some man, not biologically my father. Shit, I don't even want to call my biological dad, dad. But he is my daddy. And that's that. But those are my daddy issues. I think that's what I'm going to call this episode. Episode, daddy issues. All right, bye.